It is Sunday, April 4th. We're back after a little sabbatical. Been away for a while. Just hasn't really been any soccer action. No UFC this past weekend. So we took a little bit of uh, some time off. Well, we had the international break, right? It was uh, uh, teams trying to qualify for the the World Cup in in 2022. So um, that was kind of interesting to see. Kind of gave us a little... uh, little sprinkle for the Euro 2020 that's coming up here in June. That was supposed to happen last summer, but because of COVID, uh, it got pushed to this summer. So, uh, yeah, Euro 2020, that'll be in June, and we'll definitely be on that. I can't wait for that. So that was, uh, for me, it was a little, uh, you know, try to see who who plays for what country and, you know, what, what the potential lineups are looking like there. Um, so that was fun. But, yeah, we've been off for a week uh essentially, or I guess a couple of weeks, eh? essentially making bets and whatnot. So, uh, you know, it's nice to finally have, well, Champions League and, and Europa this week. So, uh, and then we'll have another weekend slate uh, moving forward on, uh, I believe, Thursday. So, uh, yeah, no, it's good to have, uh, it's good to have soccer back and we'll have a UFC card this weekend too, I believe. So uh, we'll be in full force. Yeah, we're back to business as usual. We got the, obviously the podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, we're going to have a podcast, obviously, uh, for the weekend slate in soccer. And then, you know what? we got UFC this weekend. Excited to discuss that. So, yeah, three podcasts again this week. Back back to back to the swing of things, so to speak. Um, you know what? Not much to recap over the past few weeks in terms of betting and in terms of just uh, either sports action in general. So, fuck it, Stapes. Let's just get right into it. Let's get right into the Champions League. We'll start there, T-Man. Um, we've talked about this off air, but just a little refresher. Um, we actually threw out a podcast, eh? It was probably a couple weeks ago, just kind of touching on these games and what we expected to see kind of thing. We weren't really looking uh, at lines and at certain bets, certain uh, numbers there, but we just kind of took the te- two teams that w- were playing each other in the quarterfinals and, um, you know, just our thought. And I believe we made some predictions on on who would qualify and whatnot, but um, I guess right now, essentially, we're going to kind of break it down just a little bit more, um, you know, being being a day or two away from from the uh, the start of the quarterfinals here. Definitely. Yeah. You know, that last podcast was definitely uh, some barbershop talk. You know, they was just shooting, shooting the shit and uh, some long term predictions of what we thought were going to happen. But, you know, what? now it's actually here. We've got some games happening Tuesday, Wednesday, and then obviously we've got the Europa League on Thursday. Yep. So, yeah, it's just right around the corner. Now we're going to be taking more of a, a betting perspective. Like, where, exactly. where is the value? You know, it's not it's not about making who's moving on. It's about where, where can we find some potential value in these upcoming games. Um, so, Vox Stapes, without further ado, let's just get straight into it. All right, kicking us off Tuesday, April 6th. We got two games, both at 3 p.m. All right, take it from the top. We got Manchester City taking on Borussia Dortmund. Okay, and this one, I'm going to make it clear here. City are going to win this game. So City is the play here, but where's the value? That's where we got to look at it. Okay, this is the first leg of the quarterfinals. They're going to have to play Borussia Dortmund on the road here, but they're going to want to get a good start here, and they're going to want to, um, keep it, I, I shouldn't say low scoring, but they want to keep a, a clean sheet, so to speak, here. So um, if Dortmund are going to get on the board, City are going to try and only allow that one. 
Uh, but otherwise, City are going to try and keep that clean sheet because that's important, especially in this first leg. Um, I see City trying to roll here early, trying to get on the board early, uh, and they're going to try and keep pressing Dortmund. I think Dortmund's a team that um, can score, but they're going to have trouble with this City defense. Um, as for Dortmund's defense, it's it's struggling. Um, this is where they're going to break down. I think City uh, with De Bruyne and Sterling and uh, Gundogan and all these guys are going to, you know, they're going to uh, hurt Dortmund here. Um, the way I kind of looked at this team, and we talked about this, um, City just came off of playing Borussia Mönchengladbach, okay, and beat them in two legs, 2-0 two both times, right? Now they're kind of getting a little test, a little step up, I would say, um, in the Bundesliga going to Dortmund. And if they can get by Dortmund, then they're going to get an even bigger test in the potentials of either a PSG or a Bayern Munich, who also come from the Bundesliga, right? So they're kind of just making their way up here with the Bundesliga teams, it seems, um, starting with a mid-tier Gladbach, who they took care of pretty handedly. Um, and now they're going to step up in Dortmund. I think they'll handle Dortmund pretty good, though, I think. Um, so where's the value in this game? You know what, T-Man? I was looking at a few things. One really, really got, you know, one really piqued my interest. Man City to score in both halves. Okay, so they score in the first, doesn't matter how many times, and they score in the second at some point. 1.9. 1.9 odds to score in the first half and the second half. That's pretty good value. Um, another play... Uh, Man City halftime full-time that's valued at even money 2.0 so they have the lead at halftime and um, they win the game now my concern with halftime full-time is let's just say let's just say your boy Holland gets on the board early and Man City draws 1-1 at half but then win um, in the second half now that's where you would see both. That's where you would see Man City's score in both halves come through, but the halftime full time not to come through. So that kind of worries me there. That's why I'm a little less on the halftime full time rather than just scoring both halves. I think they can score in both halves no matter what, and I think they will want to, because it's not a matter of oh let's get up one or two nothing early and just and just coast. No, they want to keep scoring here. They want to score as many as they can uh, to get that first leg that comfortable. Uh, position after that first leg so I like that play to score in both have to score in both halves at 1.9 um yeah let's make that official oh, an official play right yeah. off the bat to score in both halves both halves um also the Asian lines if you look there the minus 1.5 handicap valued at even money so Man City to win by uh win by two or more I think that's a very good play as well um, I can see, you know, a kind of a 3-1, 3-0, 2-0 kind of win here for City. Um, I, like I said, I think they're going to push to score, to keep scoring. So uh, I think City are going to try and fill the net against Dortmund, and I think they can. I really do think they can. It's going to be a matter of can Dortmund um, fight back and get on the board with Holland. But, he, you know, like I've said, he's, he's going to be in tough. Dortmund just played Frankfurt at home, and they lost 2-1. They gave up two away goals to Frankfurt. I mean... Frankfurt's a solid squad, but City's a whole different beast here. And, you know, you're, you're traveling to City here and uh, you're going to try and beat this solid defense with these offensive weapons as well. It's Dortmund's got their hands full here and I think City's going to roll them here. So 
Um, City to score in both halves at 1.9. And I even like minus 1.5. But hold on to that one. I might make that one official as well. Very strong lean though on that one as well. Minus 1.5 Man City at 2.0 odds. But we'll go ahead with the score in both halves. Mark that one as an official play. 1.90. Excellent. Man City obviously been playing absolutely phenomenal as of God. I want to say late, but that's an incorrect statement. Itself. It's just you can't you can't find their their slip ups. It's uh, it's tough to find that. And I th- we talked about this. It's cities to lose. I think this year. So um, yeah, I'll be all over city in this game for sure. Excellent. All right, moving on. Second game of the day, we got Real Madrid against Liverpool. Okay, team man. We talked about this before too. I said, like, because of the, the, the things that Liverpool are dealing with injury-wise and whatnot, this was a great matchup for Liverpool. And you know what? Liverpool, I don't want to say they've turned it around of late, but they are playing better football of late. They are. Um, they go ahead and they beat Leipzig 2-0, which I thought was going to be scary for them, um, but they handled them pretty easily there. Then they go away to Wolverhampton and win 1-0, keeping another clean sheet. Um, And then what do they do after the international break? They destroy Arsenal 3-0, another clean sheet for this depleted Liverpool side. They are getting a little healthier. They got Fabinho back and they got uh, uh, Jota back, who's scoring um, like he was when he left. So um, he's going to be clutch here, I think, against this Real Madrid team as well. So um, you know what? I just, I don't see Liverpool losing this game, T-Man. Um, but am I scared about a draw potentially? Yes, because Liverpool is the away side here. So they need to go to Spain and get a result. They need to come back with at least a draw. If they lose, they're in big trouble. I see Liverpool qualifying for this. I really do. Um, but they're only valued at 1.6 to qualify. So there's no value there. Uh, Liverpool win is 2.55. I can even see that happening. But the draw is valued at 3.4 as well. So uh, this is going to be a tough game. I'm a Liverpool fan, so I'm going to lay off it. But I really, you know, thinking with my my head and not my heart, I really think Liverpool have a good shot uh, in this game. Uh, I just, I don't see why they would lose this game. Um, I think they're going to push to get on the board because that away goal is important. Um, and I think they do that. I'm just trying to see, yeah. Draw no bet on Liverpool, 1.83. So if they draw, you get your money back. Uh, but if they get the win, you're almost doubling up your money. So, um, yeah, that's a that's a good – that's a heavy lean, I would say. Uh, 1.83 on draw no bet for Liverpool. But uh, we're going to lay off this one. But if I had to pick a side, I really think Liverpool can go to Spain and get a result here. So, um, yeah, go Reds and we'll see what happens. All right, so no official play, a heavy lean, and Liverpool draw no bet. Um, that's that's fine. like that. All right, moving on from Tuesday. We're going to the fo- subsequent day, Wednesday, April the 7th. Two more games. Uh, kicking us off, we've got Bayern Munich against PSG. Yeah, and this is this is the, the game of the, the quarterfinals here. Like, this is the matchup of the quarterfinals. Um, you got essentially... Probably two of the best teams here. Um, you know, this is this is the rematch from last year's final. Um, if anyone doesn't know that, they met in the finals last year. Bayern squeaked out a one 0 win uh, to win the Champions League last year. So this is going to be a scary game too because you know those teams don't these teams don't want to make mistakes. And Bayern's at home here. 
And the big thing here, this just happened over the international break. Bayern Munich is without Robert Lewandowski from an injury that he sustained during um, the international break with Poland. So their best striker, one of the best strikers, if not the best striker in the world, is out right now. Um, that's going to that's gonna affect Bayern Munich, I think. I really do. Um, it's going to be tough to make that play on this game. Uh, right away, I thought goals for sure. Uh, both teams are scoring over 2.5. Looks good, 1.8. Um, it's going to be tougher now without him in the lineup. Uh, they're going to have to change up the, you know, the way they play and whatnot, uh, without having him there. So, um, and you know what, PSG's coming, they're coming in healthy. They got Neymar back, uh, Mbappe, he'll be going, um, you know, so this PSG side, they're scary. We saw what they did to Barcelona on the road in the first leg, right? Uh, they went there and scored four times. So I don't think they'll do that against Bayern Munich, but, uh, you know what? I, I am worried about a cagier match here, just like the finals was last year when Bayern only won 1-0. Um, but this is a two-leg matchup, so I feel like there's not going to be that cagey aspect because they know there's another game to this to this uh, little quarterfinal uh, two, two legs. So, um, yeah, I see goals. Um, I'm leaning both teams to score in over 2.5 at 1.8. Um, I just kind of... I just kind of want to see the lineup first, T-Man, with what's going on in this. Because Munich, what they didn't have uh, Lewandowski against RB Leipzig on the weekend. And what do they do? They win 1-0. So is Bayern trying to be, you know, more solid on the back end and try and squeak out some games because they know they don't have a good striker up front? I shouldn't say they don't have a good striker. They have great strikers. But they don't have the best striker in the world. So they win a game 1-0. Is that what they're trying to do now? Trying to keep clean sheets? I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet against PSG. Um, but it's going to be whether they can get on the board, which I think they still should. They're at home. Um, with Even without Lewandowski, I think they can get on the board. I think both teams score. And I think you just got to hope for um, that that third goal to get that over 2.5 in there. So, um, yeah, I'll go with the, the strong lean on uh, both teams scoring over 2.5. And I will make that official um, once I see that everybody else in that Bayern Munich lineup is in the lineup. If if Joshua Kimmich is not in or uh, Coleman's out or whatever the case may be, if somebody's out that I don't like, um, then I'm not going to make it official. But I want to make sure that that Bayern side has everybody in their in the lineup except for Robert Lewandowski. And oh. then I'll pull the trigger on both teams scoring over 2.5. Okay, so not an official play, but a heavy lean. Obviously, follow us on Heavy Hitters 94 on Twitter. That'll be a last-minute play that we potentially post. That would have been an official play if Robert Lewandowski was in the lineup, 100%. Excellent. And I'm, Excellent. Still, I'm still considering it. I just, I just want to make sure everyone else is in. All right, perfect. All right, moving on to the last game, Wednesday, April the 7th. We've got Porto taking on Chelsea. Stapes. Chelsea, um, what a run they've been on. They slipped up a little bit this past Saturday. Um, their first slip up in a while. Um, what are we expecting in this game? Yeah, red card um, early in that game. Uh, 29th minute, I believe. Um, they lost 5-2 to West Brom. Not a good result. Not something they want to see. Uh, not something they want to continue moving forward. So this is a good this is a good bounce back spot for Chelsea. Um, you know, they want to erase that out of their memory and 
um, go into this leg here um, and try and get a result. This is like the Liverpool-Real Madrid to me. Um, it's obviously going to be tougher, I think, for Liverpool, but it's the same idea. I think Chelsea want to go here being the road team. we got to remember this game is a neutral sighting. This is the one that um, Chelsea can't go to Portugal. They're going to Spain. They're playing this in Sevilla. So they're they're playing this in Spain. It's closer for Portugal, obviously, being right beside it. Um, but, uh, yeah, Chelsea's considered their road team, but this is a neutral game. But Chelsea, this is this is a spot where they need to get on the board as the wayside. Um, and I think they do that. Uh, I'm just a little worried if, you know, I, I think Porto has surprised us all um, so far in this tournament, beating Juve and uh, even how they did in the in the qualification rounds and whatnot. So um, they've looked good. And you know what? Um, just the little slip up that Chelsea had. Does that make us nervous at all? Uh, maybe, um, you know. I know they were on a red card, but Bayern Munich was on a red card with uh, Stuttgart the other weekend, and they won 4-0 on a red card. So um, Chelsea Chelsea need to, you know, play the way they were playing with Tuchel before before the international break. And um, I think if that Chelsea side shows up, um, the side that was playing before uh, the international break, they'll win this game. So Chelsea at 1.83 looks good. It does. Um, it, it does definitely looks, you know, attractive to take it right away, but, uh, maybe just wait and see, um, if you want to get greedy and this is, this is really greedy, but it's, you know, you, you kept seeing it other than this last slip up on the weekend, Chelsea win a nil, they keep clean sheets. Like if Chelsea's going to win this game, you know what? Um, I can see a 2-1, but I can also see a 1-0, 2-0 kind of game here where Chelsea kind of just tries to keep it tight and they find uh, one or two chances and bury it on those chances. Uh, they're that good of a team, and that's valued at 2.87, Chelsea to win a nil. So almost three odds there for Chelsea win to nil. is uh, Those are pretty good odds, and uh, you know uh, th- those are going to be hard to turn down, especially if the, the Chelsea side that we're used to seeing with Thomas Tuchel shows up and plays this Porto side. I think it's going to be a cagey one early. I think they're going to, you know, feel out process. I don't think Chelsea wants to uh, give up anything early. Uh, I think they want to kind of keep things tight and try and try and find one, uh, one or two late later and try and get that away win, that all important away win with uh, obviously an away goal. So um, yeah, Chelsea to win, I think looks good at 1.83. I'm not going to play this yet either, but uh I'm just kind of looking at some value here, trying to find something uh, and win the nil. I know that's really risky with uh, this Porto side, but Porto not being in their own barn, I think that's important. Um, and I think the way Chelsea like to keep things tight uh, and win smaller smaller games, uh, one or two nil, then uh, I think win to nil is a very good look, especially with those odds. Um, yeah, even the under two and a half goals in the game, 1.7. Looks pretty good too. I don't think uh, we're gonna see very high scoring, but like like I've said before, I'm never betting an under. Under is just you know you're you're sitting there for ninety minutes, scared shitless, hoping that nobody scores. Like what? Where's the fun in that? Yeah, it's a heart attack waiting to happen as well. Every, exactly. You every know, every time there's an attack, you've yeah, been a, just... you've been through it with UFC fights, right? Oh, Taking yeah. unders and stuff under yeah. certain rounds, like sitting there hoping that no goals go in. Like holy yeah. fuck, you're shaking. And it's, you're... it's really the complete opposite of why you love sports at the end of the day, right? 
Ex- why not take the over? No action, why right? not take the over and hope for goals? Like that's that's the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea all the way here. I think uh, I don't really see a path for Porto. Um, but who knows? Maybe they get a result here in the first first leg at home. Um, so even that draw at three point five looks, you know, somewhat attractive. Mm-hmm. I can see kind of a one-one game here if uh, if Chelsea do concede. Um, but I, I'm going to be leaning Chelsea more. I think Chelsea do have the the attack and and you know that that clean sheet mindset, the defense. I think they they rebound, especially after that uh, bad loss to West Brom uh, with the red card. So. I think this is a good bounce box spot for Chelsea and, you know, some somewhere they can they can prove that they're a quality side in this first leg and get that uh, all important away away win or away goals here uh, and take it back to Stanford Bridge. So, um, yeah, no, I, I like Chelsea here uh, for sure. Moving forward. Excellent. That wraps up the Wednesday action for the Champions League. All right. So four games in the Champions League this week. Obviously, we've got one official play, and that'll be on the Tuesday game. Manchester City against Borussia Dortmund. Man City scoring both halves. At 1.9. 1.9. Thank you, Stapes. <laughs> All yes. right. Let's move on. Where are we Yo- going now? We're going to the Europa League. That's your favorite shit, eh? You're damn straight. I love the Europa League. Um, All right. You know, we got four games on Thursday, April the 8th, um, all occurring at 3 p.m. Let's take it from the top, baby. Dynamo Zagreb against Villarreal. Has the clock struck midnight for Dynamo Zagreb? Tell me that, Stapes. Yeah, this this game we're not going to be talking a lot for. Uh, I could care less about these two teams. Zagreb, this pisses me off that they're even in this, uh, made it this far. I think Tottenham versus Villarreal would have been a great matchup, but Tottenham fucked themselves there. So uh, that's on them. But uh, yeah, this is Villarreal, I think. Uh, the, you know, their series here to lose. Um, Zagreb, you know, Cinderella story to beat Tottenham there in the second leg, 3-0. But, um, yeah, that's up. That's done. Villarreal been solid roadside um, so far in Europa, and I think they continue that. I think you see a low-scoring uh, game here. You can maybe see a 1-1, but I, I, think, I think you're more likely to see something like a, a 1-0 Two nil kind of win here for Villarreal. I think uh, I think they get the job done on the road. Um, again, these roadsides uh, road teams are important to get that away goal, and I think that's what Villarreal is going to do. Try and keep it tight and try and get that one one goal or or that second goal later to um, to bring it back home and to you know have a comfortable comfortable lead going into the second in the second leg. But uh, no official play on this one. This game's garbage to me. So uh, that's my little. Uh, little wrap-up on that, but, uh, yeah, I can see Villarreal moving forward here. All right, that game's garbage. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, moving on, we got Arsenal taking on Slavia Prague. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Can they continue their magical run, T-Man? Um, that's going to be the question here. Okay, so Arsenal's a side that, you know what, up and down. Who knows what you're going to get here from this Arsenal side. They're playing okay, and then they go lose 3-0 to Liverpool. Like, what are you going to get from this side? So I think the um, words that stand out to me is when we had Salty on the podcast and he said, you just I just can't trust this Arsenal side. You can't, side. and he's right. He's dead on right. You can't trust this Arsenal side. And what can you say about this Slavia Prague side? They get these, uh, they get these home draws, 
And then you think, oh, fuck, they got a tough test going on the road. And what do they do? They go to Leicester and they win 2-0. And then they go to Rangers and they win 2-0 or something like that too. Like just keeping clean sheets on the road um, when their backs are against the wall and they find ways to win. It's just incredible. If they can go to Leicester, why can't they go to Arsenal right now and get a result? That's my question. That is my question, and I just don't understand how Slavia Prague can be valued at 6.0 here on the road in the first leg. There's value in Slavia Prague. Um, you know what? Double chance on Slavia Prague, 2.37. So if Slavia Prague draw or win, you win your money. 2.37. They can get a draw, and you can win, and you're doubling and more. Like, that's incredible to me. That's a very good price, I think. Um, the thing is with Arsenal, they can be tricky and that's the thing you can't trust them. They can be, they can go out and win this game three. nil. they can, they're, they are a quality side, but they can also lose this game or draw this game. It's, it's, I've seen this so many times with Arsenal, uh, last year, Arsenal losing at home to Olympiacos, um, just, you know, kind of an embarrassing loss that should never happen. Um, so yeah, why can't Slavia Prague, uh, score in this game? game I, I i can see it both teams to score even money uh i think arsenal do get on the board i think they do i don't think slavia probably keeps a clean sheet again but who knows i've been wrong before there um but i can see slavia Prague getting on the board as well so um yeah both teams to score looks great you know what i might even make that an official play um i'm kind of worried more about arsenal getting on the board than i am slavia Prague, to be completely frank with you frank's in the building now we brought him aboard. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of looking at this now, and I kind of want to pull the trigger here. You know what? Give me both teams to score. 1.95. That's an official play. We're going to make that official play. 1.95, both teams to score. Arsenal, Slavia, Prague. Lock it in right now. I love it. Spur of the moment. Spur of the moment bet. I just, I'm talking about this breakdown team, man. I'm thinking like Prague goes to Leicester. They score twice. Prague go to Rangers. They get on the board early too there. Why can't they go to Arsenal and and get an away goal here? They know they have to go there and get something. Why can't they do it? I think they can. And I do think Arsenal are good enough to get on the board as well. Um, So yeah, give me both teams to score. 1.95. Awesome. Remind me that odd uh, Slavia Prague or draw? What yeah, so double chance Slavia Prague to win or to draw two point three seven. You know what, states? I don't often go against your your advice. We'll put it that way, especially when it comes to soccer. Because let's be frank, I I, I just don't know. What Frank's the, back again. Frank's eh? back. Yeah, okay. I, hey, this is a whole podcast with Frank. Um, but I'm not gonna lie. I I feel like that's something I'm gonna play my personally myself. Yeah. I mean, this Slavia Prague side has just come in, and I feel like every time we discuss them on the podcast, they're the dogs, right? They're, they're the ones who should not be moving on. <laughs> and that's why but, I don't understand. It's 6.0 odds for them to win. Okay, so let's 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 get a little smarter here, and let's let's include a draw just in case they do draw. So if you get a draw or a Slavia Prague win, it's 2.37. That's double your money and more, which is incredible because I can see a draw in this game for sure. I think Slavia Prague are going to try and get the draw. Um, I just think they're not, they're going to try not to lose essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know what? I see, I see the both teams to score. I see draw or Slavia Prague. I think that's a good play as well. 
But uh, yeah, give me both teams to score. I think Slavia Prague want to get on the board. And I think Arsenal will as well. So um, 1.95, give me that. Both teams to score. All right, excellent. Okay, let's move on. Next game we got up. We got Granada against Manchester United. Yeah, so United off a nice win here. I just watched that today. That was a nice win um, for them. Beating Brighton down 1-0 at half. Uh, finding a way to win in the second half, winning 2-1. So, uh, you know, a pesky Brighton side, but uh, man, you found a way. But now they have to go to Granada. They have to go to this Spanish side who's been very good at home, uh, especially in the chan- or, sorry, especially in the Europa League. They've been very solid. Uh, they've been winning games, you know, 1-0, 2-0, keeping clean sheets. So this is going to be a tighter game. Um, definitely a play, I think. Um, we should make here is uh, Man United to win and under four and a half goals, 1.86 looks very good. That will probably also be official. Um, I just don't see why um, we won't see a lot of goals in this um, match. I don't think there's going to be a lot. I think it's going to be tight for the most part. Uh, and again, I think Man, you are going to try and want you know get a result here on the, on the road. So. Yeah, give me Man United under four and a half goals. American official play, 1.86 odds. Second official play for the Europa League. Love it. All right. Uh, that was a quick breakdown. Uh, let's move on to the final game on Thursday. Uh, the one that I know that you're most excited about. Uh, Ajax against Roma. Yeah, goals in this one. Um, I think this, it, you know, I think there's going to be goals here. Uh, especially from, you know, the side aspect here. Roma are going on the road, so they're going to want to do something here. Uh, and I think they're, you know, they're a quality side. I think they are, fa- oh, no, Ajax is favored to qualify here. But Roma Roma are no dud here. Like, they're a strong Serie A side, very strong Italian side. I feel like this is a tough one to, to, to decide who's going to go forward. You know what? In, in my heart, I, you know, I, I want Ajax to keep going here. Uh, but... Roma to qualify is 2.05. They're the underdog here, and I think I think Roma do qualify. Um, I think they have what it takes. Uh, they just have to get a result here on the road. They have to do something here on the road, and I think they can score on the road, but don't get me wrong. Can Ajax score at home? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So give me goals here. Both teams are scoring over 2.5, uh, even money. Uh, another official play. Both teams are score over 2.5. I think there's going to be goals in this game. I think we're going to see both sides on the board. Um, winner's market, I don't know where I lean there, um, but I can see someone winning this. That's why we're going to stay away from the winner's market, and we're just going to go goals here. So I'm going to touch the both teams to score over 2.5, 2.0 odds. That's going to be the third official play of the Europa League slate. You can never go wrong with the Classic. All right, four games on Thursday, three official plays. Oh, boom, lock and load it. We uh, only had one official play in the Champions League, but we will have more. I just need to see lineups, but I will be making more official plays in the Champions League, no doubt about it. I might even make a couple official plays in the same game. I might throw City minus one and a half in there too because I just think City's going to roll Borussia Dortmund. All right, I'm starting to feel like this is one of these things where you, you haven't had your dose for a week. Well, yeah, and, I'm getting and, a little horny and, here, and right? That, now we're uh, yeah. addicts, so to Watch speak. this. I'm going to make three plays on Man City, and Holland's going to go, ha la 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 and just go off, and Dortmund's going to win 3-1 or something. Oh, my boy. All right. Um, 
yeah, that just about wraps up the Europa League. Unless, States, there's anything else that you had wanted to uh, talk about? Um, no, yeah, no, we've pretty much touched on it. Um, I think there's goals in the Ajax-Roma game. I think Slavia Prague has a real solid chance here against Arsenal. Uh, I think United, you know, squeak out a low-scoring win. Uh, could give two shits about Zagreb and Villarreal. Um, those two teams aren't going anywhere. Um, Champions League, can't wait for the City Dorman. I'm going to be all over City like we talked about. Um, I'll be cheering on Liverpool. I think it's a great draw for Liverpool. I think they have a chance uh, against Real Madrid for sure. Bayern Munich PSG, I was really excited for. It's unfortunate that uh, Lewandowski's out right now, but uh, I still think we see some goals in that first leg for sure. I think PSG might surprise some of us um, uh, moving forward, but uh, you know, I think Bayern still have what it takes uh, to get on the board a couple times for sure. Uh, and Chelsea Porto, great story Porto's been, but I think it's Chelsea's time to turn it around here from their uh, their weekend debacle and uh, get a nice road win here. So um, that's where I'm kind of leaning. We talked about some numbers. We talked about some plays, um, some leans. We made some official. So, you know, it's just about putting in the work now and watching what happens. So I uh, can't wait for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, team man. Fuck, it feels good to be back, let me tell you. All right, folks. Um Follow us, Heavy Hitters 94 on Twitter. That just about wraps up the fucking episode. Yeah, um, and we'll be back on Thursday to discuss what happened, and we'll discuss the weekend slate moving forward as well. We're back to business, baby. We're back at it. We have Gonzaga Baylor, the finals of the national championship tomorrow. How about that UCLA game? That was great. Good on them, but, uh, you know, our boy from Gonzaga, Jalen Suggs, found a way to win it with the three. If you want some plays here right now, take Gonzaga minus four and a half, lay the chalk. They will win the national championship. I'm telling you right now, that might've been a little slip up they had against UCLA, but they will beat Baylor. Lay the five points. Take Gonzaga. 32 and 0 to finish off the season. They will have that perfect season. They will win it all. It'll just be a great story. It's a great sports story. We love our sports history. And they will be included in that. Take Gonzaga, lay the points. Beautiful stuff. All right, folks, let's wrap this fucker up. Um, you know what? Another successful episode. It feels great to be back. Uh, Stapes, bring in quite a few picks. For somebody who said at the start of the episode they weren't sure how many official plays they were going to drop. Um, I mean, fuck, we ended up dropping four, I think. Yeah, that was just to get you going. I yeah. knew what I was dropping. Okay, th- there we go. <laughs> get the people going. All right. Uh, Say every podcast. Stapes, as per usual, it's been a pleasure. Yep, excited for T-Man, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Let's get after it.